Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Thank y'all for y'all's patience. Child, my phone has been blown up like literally all day. So shout out to everybody in here. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for the birthday messages, the super chats, the cash apps, the emails. Um, the DMs. I truly, truly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Even if I cannot reply back to every single person, um, you guys are very much appreciated. So thank you guys so much. Thank y'all for joining me. I told you I was going to go live on my birthday like I do every year. Um, a year ago when I went live, I was staying in a hotel, you know what I'm saying, waiting to move into my house. So funny how much a, you know, a year changes everything. So thank y'all so much for coming through. I mean, the love is overwhelming. It really is. And um, it's been a rough year. Y'all know that, especially if you guys were like in the Discord or part of my YouTube membership and Patreon, you know, having surgery and just, you know, healing and trying to get back right. So just thank you guys for just always being such a supportive, dope fan base. And like I tell you, y'all are not even fans to me. Y'all are literally family. Like the tea sippers were a family. So thank you guys so much. Like the chat is so lit right now. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Um, let me read some of these super chats. Y'all like the look? I'm on my lion stuff. I want to do the, you know what I'm saying, to represent the Leo colors, which is orange, yellow, black, you know, gold, those type colors. Got my little Leo necklace on. So I got to represent for Leo season. So shout out to everybody in Leo season, having a birthday, who've had a birthday and whose birthday is coming up. I wish you guys nothing but success and blessings. You know what I'm saying? I wish all my, you know what I'm saying? All of y'all that, but you know what I'm saying? An extra, an extra special, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the folks who celebrate in Leo season. So I appreciate y'all. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats. Miracle O sent a hundred dollars. Thank you so much. Um, they say, happy birthday, T. Thank you for blessing us with this live. I'm one of the longtime silent tea sippers, and I want to send you love and flowers to the birthday girl. Thank you so much. That means the world to me. I know a lot of y'all watch, and y'all some of y'all aren't able to engage all the time, um, but thank you guys. I know you guys are always supporting, and you guys are very much appreciated, so thank you. Um, let me see here. Ambie Love sent $49.99, says, I've been saving up for this moment. Happy birthday, queen. Thank you so much, Ambie. I appreciate you, sis. Thank you for the love and just thank you for the super chat. It means the world to me. Um, oh, she sent two. Oh, my gosh. She sent another one for $100 and says, another appreciation for taking time to speak the truth. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. And Oh my gosh, I'm just overwhelmed. Just, I really appreciate it. Um, if y'all do not know, they have really been demonetizing my stuff. They've been demonetizing my videos left and right. You know, so I'm very appreciative of the support that I get outside of YouTube because at this point, I think YouTube has just gone crazy. They have no rhyme or reason for why they demonetize stuff. And like I tell you guys, it's not so much even about the money aspect. It's when they demonetize it, it doesn't get pushed through the algorithm it gets suppressed. So it seems like for a lot of people, whenever you're speaking the truth, it bothers them and they try and suppress stuff. So thank you guys for supporting in spite the fact. I really appreciate it. 
Um, let me see here. The ultimate uh, Danielle sent twenty dollars. Says happy birthday. Thank you so much, Danielle. Appreciate you. Um, Kawizi said nineteen ninety nine. Says to my favorite journalist, apologies if it went through twice. Oh yeah, I got two from you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you, love. Um, Bailey Biggin sent ten. Says happy birthday, T. Peace and blessings to you and your fam. Definitely, and thank you so much, Bailey. Appreciate you. It's like it is just like my thing is speeding up so much. Hold on here, like everything is like going so fast. So it's a lot to talk about. Um, it's a lot of stuff going on. I'm like everything is going down on the 29th, as we all know. Beyonce's long-awaited album it was leaked two days in advance in Russia, and so it officially came out. At midnight tonight, well, last night at midnight. And so a lot of fans went to go rush and go listen to it. And so there was a lot of drama that happened even before it leaked. And one of the dramas that happened with it is the fact that Khalees was snapping. She was not here for um, Beyonce's album because she felt like Beyonce, um, they had sampled her album and she feels like, you know what, Beyonce, you've known me forever. You have my phone number. You should have called me. You should have told me what was going on. You should have told me that you and Pharrell sampled my music. So let me show y'all how everything kind of went down. Um, Cause she was going off about this. Like she was like really upset and I see both parts. So we're definitely going to get into it. I definitely see both parts. Um, she has a cooking uh, Instagram channel. She, you know, she's a chef. So she was replying via her cooking um, Instagram. So I'm going to share my screen so you guys can see this really quick here. Give me just a second. Okay, here we go. All right. So this is what Khalees is saying here. Um, basically, Khalees Trends was saying Beyonce's Renaissance album will include uh, at Khalees sample in the song Energy. So then Khalees responds and she's like, my mind is blown because of the level of disrespect and utter ignorance. All three parties involved is astounding. I heard about this the same way everyone else did. Nothing is ever as it seems. Some of the people in this business have no soul or integrity. They and they have everyone fooled. Then somebody says that's the collab the world needs. And then she replies and she says, it's not a collab. It's theft. (laughs) Then somebody else says she's sampling her again. <clears throat> I hope this time she makes it publicly known and gives Khalees her credit and flowers. Uh, I like Beyonce, but she stays biting somebody else's shit and don't give them any credit. And so Khalees ends up coming on and she's like, it's ridiculous. And then she also says, um, somebody also says, I feel like Beyonce admires Khalees. Khalees says admire is not the word. So that's what first came out. And so it kind of shocked a lot of people because for the most part, as we all know, Khalees is basically quiet. Khalees doesn't really get involved in a bunch of drama. She doesn't go back and forth with a lot of people. She tends to more or less keep to herself. And so it was kind of shocking to see her like kind of blasting Beyonce. Now, I'm not going to lie. I went to go listen to the song Energy. Um, Maybe I'm not good at listening for samples. But I heard Khalees' version, I heard Beyonce's version, version, 
And it was really hard for me to find out the part that was sampled. Maybe I'm slow. Maybe y'all can tell me at what, you know, point in the song. Cause I listened to the whole thing and I'm like, it doesn't really sound like that. Am I bugging? Okay. Somebody else is saying P, P Michelle says you can't hear it. Somebody else is saying laugh my ass off T. I felt the same way. Uh, my journey, my life says, yeah, I don't hear it either. Okay. I thought it was just me. Cause I listened to it twice. I went back. I said, well, damn, maybe I'm slow. I don't, you child, I'm old. I don't know child shit. I'm just happy to see another year. So I don't know. I'm like, I don't really hear it like that. Cause usually when it's a sample, you can be like, oh, there you go. Like when I hear them sampling static major, my ears always perk up. I can tell when it's something from static. I really couldn't tell this was something from Khalees, but you know, again, maybe it's my ears, but it seems like, um, a lot of people are saying that in the chat. Somebody said they thought it was going to be milkshake. That's what I thought initially, that it was going to be, you know, my mix, my milkshake brings all the, you know, that's what I thought too, but that wasn't it. So, it, you know, if she wouldn't have said anything or if people wouldn't have seen her name in the credits, would people have really known that it was sampled? I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I, I just, it didn't, it didn't pop out to me right away. So... Anyways, after that, you know, of course, the Beehive, many people were attacking her. And I like Khalees. I got a chance to meet her um, at Jason Lee's party. We took a picture. Very nice lady. Her son is her twin. They look just alike. So really sweet, really dope vibe. So, you know, I've always been a fan of Khalees. Um, but I was very surprised at how upset she was about this whole situation. So now I'm going to play to you guys, play you guys what Khalees had to say. She went live on Instagram and she had a lot to say about the situation. So I'm going to go ahead and play that now so you guys can check this out. Okay, so I just got off stage, but I got off and I saw these returning comments. So let me just respond. There were some good ones too, but you know, we'll get to those after. So here's the first thing. My hair is cute. Um, <laughs> here's the first issue, okay? Number one, it's not even like I'm a human being, so I get pissed off and I get ticked right? I'm an artist, so I am, as Erica said, I'm sensitive about my shit. The reality is, okay, is that my real beef is not only with Beyonce, because at the end of the day, she sampled a record, she's copied me before, she's done it before, so many other artists, it's fine, I don't care about that. The issue is, is that not only do, are we female artists, okay, black female artists in an industry that we, there's not that many of us, right? We've met each other, we know each other, we have mutual friends, it's not hard, she can contact, right? Ash Nico, who's what, 20? She's a young white girl. She reached out when she freaking, like, it's just common decency, right? It's common decency, especially because, because, as so many of you pointed out, as though I don't know, but let me help you, okay? Okay, so I just got off stage, but I got off and I saw these returning comments, so let me just respond. I know what I own and what I don't know. I also know the lies that were told. I also know the things that were stolen. Publishing was stolen. People were swindled out of rights. It happens all the time, especially back then. So it's not about me being mad about Beyonce. Everyone's like, you're all sheep. And I'm talking to the people who are obsessed and blind, just like, oh, oh, oh. like, it's so dumb. It's so ignorant. It's so ignorant. She's one issue because it was stupid and disrespectful, and she should have at least reached out. But the real issue is the fact that the people like Pharrell and like Chad, who Chad really is like an amoeba and just, he's spineless as a miracle. He can keep his neck up. But Pharrell knows better. This is a direct hit at me. He does this stuff all the time. It's very petty. Very, very, very. And the reality is, is that it's frustrating. I have the right to be frustrated. Why? Because no one had the human decency to call and be like, yo, hey, 
like to use your record, which by the way, the reason I'm annoyed is because I know it was on purpose. This is not like some, oh, they were in the studio. And it was, no, no, this was an on purpose direct hit, which is very passive aggressive. It's very petty. It's very, I know what I own and what I don't know. I also know the lies that were told with my words. So all of you Beyonce fans, knock yourselves out. I'm not mad like that. It's not about me being jealous, jealous of someone using my song. That's the dumbest, most ignorant thing I've ever heard. Like, grow up. I was not thinking about her or no one else, not even on the shade, just not thinking about living my greatest, best life, as I always do. So it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that from one artist to another, you should have the decency and the common sense and the courtesy to call, reach out, a manager, an agent, anybody should be like, yo, heads up, this is what we're thinking, this is what we're doing. Even if you're going to do it anyway, just common decency. Like I said, it's happened before where people at least had the, the wherewithal to be like, yo, using your record, we understand that like Pharrell totally swindled your stuff just want to give the respect because that's what you do right no that's not what happened so grow up okay i don't miss my words i say exactly how i feel when i feel it how i feel it i don't care who likes it or doesn't like it it is what it is these are facts it's not opinion okay these are facts my words so all of you beyonce fans knock yourselves out so just to add to my thought <laughs> here's the issue okay this is not about, really not about Beyonce or anything else for that. The reality is, okay, and I said what I said, so still all facts, okay? But the reality is that this is more about the fact that, like, there's a lot of hypocrisy and there's a lot of nonsense. So we've got Pharrell, who did a video, uh, sorry, an interview, I think last year, talking about artists' rights and how people should be able to rework their deals and artists should be getting credit for what they've done and all this stuff, where in reality, when I was signed to him, I had the same manager that he had, and he has writing credits on my records, okay, all my singles, coincidentally, and he never wrote a song, a lyric, a day in his life, okay? And so, yeah, that's a problem. Number two, we've got Beyonce, who, like I said, out of human decency and artistry and female, just all of the stuff she sings about, all this empowerment stuff, I don't talk about it, I am about it, okay? So the reality is, all of this female empowerment stuff, it only counts if you really do it, if you're really living it and walking. So just to add to my thought, the walk. Don't just talk the talk. It's real cute and fun to sing all these girls' songs. Come on now. Let's be real, all right? And then thirdly, you want to talk about Pharrell's like, oh, because I'm happy. I'd be happy, too, if I was selling all kinds of books, publishing, and writes to songs and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I actually really wouldn't be happy because it's evil. But the point is, okay, is that there's a lot of hypocrisy, and someone has to talk about it and bring it up. And it just so happens that I'm, I was thrown in this. It's not like I looked for it. I was actually, last night, I was posting on my bounty and full page just doing my own thing. And then I saw one of my fan pages and someone was like, oh, this is a collaboration. Collaboration between B and Khalees. No, it's not collaboration. It's called theory because the collaboration, the definition of collaboration, it means that we are working together. There's no working together if you are not even checking to see if everything's cool. That's a problem, okay? I would never do that to another artist, for real. I never have, I never would. Why? Because what's the point? If I like it so much, why wouldn't I just be like, yo, I really like it. Can I use it? What's, like, whatever. That doesn't happen, right? It's nonsense. Because some people, I don't know if they, I don't know what they think the walk don't just talk the talk it's real cute and fun and say so what they think i really i don't even care the point is something has to be done about it i'm not just going to talk about it i'm not going to pop off all the time i'm saying what i have to say because it's true okay but i do think that something needs to be done it happens to a lot of artists it happens all the time and i think that really something needs to change and this just might be the fuel that i needed to actually do it because honestly i try to keep to myself and stay out of the drama but if it keeps coming to me what else am i going to do right that's all so say what you want to say i don't really care peace i don't know what okay she is like big man. <laughs> she, she is going on. What is going on with my screen here? I feel like the, the.
the color is changing. What is YouTube doing? It was like really blue. Now it has like a yellowish tint or something. Am I tripping? Okay. I guess YouTube is like playing with my stream again. I don't know. I feel like the color is like switching up. But um, I, you know what? I felt like Khalees has the right to be upset. Like we've always said, the industry is shady as hell, right? Um, I don't know. It feels like it's always this, like if I'm wearing yellows, it's sometimes. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I don't know if it switches up the colors. It's weird. Like now it looks like golden. Because they did that the one stream when I had on that yellow shirt and it went from golden to blue. It's weird. I don't know, child. Hell. <laughs> Leo season. I guess we got that effect. But um, I feel like this, right? Khalees has the right to be upset, but I really think she's taking her anger out on the wrong person, to be honest with you. Let's keep it real. Beyonce is a conglomerate. She's a major brand. Beyonce is not going to do anything until all T's are crossed, all I's are dotted. The problem is Khalees doesn't own any of her music, any of her publishing. Pharrell and Chad basically swindled her when she was younger. And she talked about this a few years ago. And like I always say, who who owns the publishing is who's going to be eaten. That is the person that they have to go to to get permission anytime they use a sample. You can't just say, hey, well, that's me singing the song. If you don't own it, they don't care. Because Pharrell and them are the ones who arranged it and they put their name on there as, as writing credits. So Beyonce went through the proper channels, which is Pharrell. Now, I don't know how close they are, you know, because I've never really seen Beyonce and Khalees hang out, to be honest with you, um, you know, throughout the years. I've never I've never seen them together. You really don't see Beyonce with too many people anyways, but I've never seen them kicking it or, you know, hanging out at an event. So if they've never really kicked it out publicly and I'm, I don't know what they do privately, I don't see Beyonce reaching out to her. I think for Beyonce, she's so big that she feels like if I sample your song, if I'm putting my blessing on your song, you should take it as a blessing, right? She expects for everybody to be super boosted like how Big Frida is. Every time Big Frida gets sampled, she goes on Good Morning America or something. You know, she goes on like a whole, you know, news tour. I'm so happy I was picked by Queen Beyonce. Oh my God, I'm living my dream. Because she's doing it again, you know, with this album. And I think Beyonce is used to people reacting in that way. Like even with Robin S was like super happy. Like, oh, you know, Beyonce didn't have to call me. I'm just glad she used my song. And Khalees is going a whole opposite way. But I don't think, I think, you know, Khalees is very frustrated, which I sympathize with her. You know, if I wrote music, and you know, when you're a writer, you put your blood, sweat, and tears into your lyrics. Those are things that you're experiencing. Those are your feelings. Those are your thoughts. And then for somebody else who had nothing to do with the process, to write their name on there to get credit is bullshit. 
So this whole situation has made me look at Pharrell differently for a few years. You know, I thought Pharrell was like this super talented producer. But from what we're finding out, as the years have gone on, he's not as talented as we assumed. You know, Pharrell was doing a lot of shady shit. And it's always funny that as all these men get older, you know, Pharrell, you know, the Pharrells, the Diddy's, even the Jay-Z's, um, and they start getting into these white spaces, right? Um, you know, with like major corporations and now they want to be like the next, you know, BMG, the next Sony. And they talk about how they're mistreated and how, you know, we need to fight for artists' rights. Isn't that why Jay-Z started Title? Because he felt like, you know, the artists weren't getting a lion's share of the profits. But then again, it didn't help any indie people. It was mainly for already established rich celebrities. But that's a whole nother video. I think Khalees took a lot of her frustrations out on Beyonce even more than she did Pharrell. And I think that in this instance, I don't really think Beyonce did anything wrong because she had to get permission from the proper channels, which she did. Did Beyonce owe her a phone call? It'd be nice. I mean, shit, I would love Beyonce to call me on my birthday. It ain't gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm just glad she dropped the whole album on my birthday. I'll take that. You know, a lot of artists don't really call other people unless they have a really close relationship with them. They're not going to call and say, hey, by the way, I'm using your song. They just don't. I don't know what artists really do that. You know, a lot of times people don't even find out that their songs are used until the track comes out, you know? So I just think that in this instance, Pharrell is a snake. And I think maybe... Khalees might need to take legal issues against Pharrell and Chad and see what she can do to get back some of her publishing. But this is why I say that um, a lot of you guys watching don't just watch situations like this and sit back and sip tea and eat your popcorn. If you guys are in the industry and you're trying to be an artist, you're trying to be a rapper, you're trying to be a singer, you guys should be learning from all of these people, Okay. There's really no reason for, for people to be finding themselves in this situation in 2022. But guess what? It is still happening. Okay? And if you, if you have not watched my Static Major deep dive, that was a, a child. I don't care. I'm going to pat myself on the back. That was an amazing deep dive, okay? T, you did that, girl. And I broke it down as to what happens to songwriters, how they don't a lot of times get their props. They are, you know, the most... They're the most needed in the industry, but they're also the most abused when it comes to money. You know what I'm saying? And, get, and it comes to notoriety. That's why now you have a lot of songwriters like Mooney, Lo, uh, Mooney Long and so many people now coming out and being artists. It's like, why keep writing for these main artists when I'm not getting paid fairly? I'm not getting my props. So let me go ahead and just do stuff on my own. And so a lot of artists do not get paid what they're worth. So you need to understand that if you're going to be a writer, if you're going to get into the industry, your publishing is key. You need to own your masters. You need to own your publishing. And the good thing is with today's day and age, you guys can basically make your own way. Y'all can put music on SoundCloud. Y'all can put music on YouTube. You can go the independent route. So that's why I always tell people, you have to decide what is more important to you. Getting your music out there and being heard by people who are going to gravitate towards it, who are really going to love and revere your music, or is it about the fame? And this is the problem that I have with a lot of people in today's society. It's more about the fame. 
Do you know that a lot of those kids who are like on American Idol and all those singing shows, they have no rights to any of that stuff. They don't make money off of any of that. The, the, you know, even if they replay it, if it's in syndication, the songs, none of that. They just got the fame because in today's society, we have made fame more valuable than ownership. It's sad, but it's the truth. And I want young people watching this, especially Beehive members. I had a lot of people, a lot of, excuse me, people from the Beehive in my DMs. Kalisa's wrong. How dare she come for the queen? You see this shit, T? I was like, I see it, you know, but Kalis has a right to, you know, if that's how she feels and she wants to speak her mind, she has that right. But I think her frustration has been bottled up for a long time. And I think this was like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. And at that point, she came out swinging on everybody. She was knocking out Beehive members. She was swinging at at Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? She was throwing blows with Pharrell. Khalees is tired. And, you know, also, let's not forget, I don't know if a lot of y'all remember this, you know, Khalees has been in the game a long time, and she doesn't get her props. She does not get the props that Beyonce gets. (coughs) Excuse me. Beyonce gets props for, like, as if she's the first to do anything. Do y'all remember this album cover or am I tripping? Guess who's on it? That's Khalees. Y'all remember this album cover? You know, so a lot of people are even bringing that up and saying that it's funny that Beyonce's also on a white horse. And people feel like, you know, a lot of artists take from Khalees and take from other artists that are maybe not as mainstream or don't have like, you know, the huge mainstream popularity and they run with, they see all them eyeballs. Y'all didn't even know about that. So I think that might be another issue too, is that, okay, you're on this white horse like I did years ago and now you're sampling my song. Just give me props. You know what I'm saying? Let's just do a collaboration. I think that's what it really is, is that Khalees loves to sing. She's an artist first and foremost. Maybe she really wants to collab with Beyonce. Don't just use my sample, bitch. Reach out to me. Let's do a whole song together and get this bag. I think that's really what she wants low key. You know, because if you understand Beyonce's rise, Beyonce has taken from a lot of people. But unfortunately, people act like she hasn't because she's Beyonce. You know, even that it's this one thing by A. Marie. Beyonce basically took that whole style, you know, during her album rollout, um, whatever album that was, child, that she dropped out, she had the silver dress and the big hair. She took that whole swag from A. Marie, you know, so Beyonce has been able to kind of reinvent herself, taking bits and pieces from other people. And that's okay. Cause we all get inspired by other people. But I think at the end of the day, Pharrell is a snake for that. You know, I don't even understand. And maybe that's just me being sensitive and having empathy But I feel like, you know, once you've made it and you're eating and you've built your generational wealth and your family's eating, you know, Pharrell and his kids are forever good. He's made classics. He's made so many hits. Why not give that woman back her publishing? Why not allow her to have generational wealth for her children? Same with Diddy. You know, the whole Diddy and Mace situation. You know, why keep somebody's publishing until they're 50? That's insane. And then in the same breath, these same men will get up here and cry, tattoo tears about how the white people in the industry are holding them down and they're not giving them the same opportunities as other people. But then you're also shitting on your own people. So 
for me, watching Khalees go off like that and be upset, I get it. I get the frustration. I get the fact that she will never be on the same level as far as the way people look at her globally in the same light as they do Beyonce. That can be very frustrating for a lot of people. You know, when Beyonce is rolling out an album, it's like it's almost as big as like when Michael Jackson is rolling out an album. I mean, the world literally stops. It's like, oh, my God, Beyonce's working on a project. And for everybody else, it's like, oh, such and such just dropped. Okay, cool. I'll listen to it when I get a chance. Beyonce drops. They were listening parties. I mean, my phone was blowing up at midnight. The album's here, you know, and I got a chance to listen to it. It's a different album. I can't, I, you know, it's it's going to have to grow on me. I'm going to have to listen to it several more times. Um, it's it's a definitely a very different sound for Beyonce. So it's, it's going to be something that's going to have to grow on me. It's not one of those albums like four and other ones that she's dropped where it's like, okay, cool. I like, you know, every song on here, or, you know, this song is about, it's going to have to grow on me. Also a lot. Of, okay. So y'all are saying the album sucked. Life is funny. Says they didn't like it. Milkshake way says horrible album. Mm, okay. So it's, it's okay. So a lot of people are saying the same thing. I thought it was just me. Y'all I'm gonna keep it real. I, I have no dog in this fight. And I'm a big Beyonce fan, but when I listened to the whole album, I'm like, okay. There wasn't a particular song besides Break My Soul, and probably because I've been, you know, listening to that off and on for, since it came out, that really, like, grabbed me. Even the Energy song, I went to listen to it. It was okay, but, you know, it, it's not going to be the next single ladies, in my personal opinion. The Alien song, I listened to that because, you know, we've been talking about aliens and spirits and all that stuff. It was I, right, you know, so... <laughs> I heard it's okay, you know, but a lot of these songs weren't, it wasn't really nothing to like write home about. There wasn't anything that really stuck out to me yet. But again, like I said, I'm busy, Chad. I'm celebrating tea right now. So, you know, I'm going to go back and re-listen to it some more and maybe, you know, it'll stick with me. But I just think at this point, we need to give other artists their props too. While Beyonce is the queen, she's good at what she does. I think a lot of female artists kind of get frustrated because they don't get the same praise, rollout, support when they drop music, you know. But I think Khalees should have more or less addressed Pharrell. You know, Beyonce didn't owe anybody a phone call unless she feels the need to talk to them and call them personally. Um, I don't really think she necessarily calls a lot of people personally unless she has that relationship with them. Her gripe is with Pharrell. And I think at this point, she keeps talking about it. She needs to take Pharrell to court and see what she can do. That's my personal opinion. Let me go ahead and read uh, some of these messages here. Oh, my gosh. We got so many uh, super chats. I really appreciate y'all. Y'all are really coming through. Uh, Nay Rajan says, happy birthday, T. Love you. Look gorgeous. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Kawizi sent nineteen ninety nine says happy birthday to my favorite journalist. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Kawizi. Um, let's see here. Kayla Smith says happy birthday, T Leo gang. Love you. Hope you're having a fabulous day. I am. Thank you, sis. Um, let's see here. Stormel says happy birthday, beautiful. Thank you, Stormel. Book of Ronan. Oh my gosh, Ronan. Ronan sent $100. Thank you so much, friend. He says, happy birthday, beautiful. I'm proud of you. Love you very much. Enjoy this special day. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Ronan. Love you too. Um, Let's see here. 
I got so many messages. Like the the screen keeps refreshing. Um, Lisa McNeil said nineteen ninety nine says happy birthday to you. Look beautiful. Thank you so much, Lisa. Uh, Selena says happy birthday to my favorite. This is my first super chat. I've been watching you since twenty sixteen. Keep doing what you're doing. Major blessings on your day. Thank you so much, Selena. Appreciate you, sis. Um, Sash Top Gal. I like that. Says, happy birthday, T. Longtime T. Sipper, you look amazing. Turning 30 in a few months. I want to look as good as you when I get there. Amen. Thank you. Man, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to get old, man. I never thought I would make it to this, you know, to be as old as I am. But it is a blessing. You know, turning 30, enjoy your 30s. You know, your 20s are where you have your bumps and bruises and you're trying to figure out life. Your 30s, you can more or less relax a little bit because you're more mature, your brain is matured, and there's a lot of stuff once you get to your 30s, you're not going to put up with like you did in your 20s. So enjoy your 30s and enjoy them. You know, every day that we're here is a blessing. Don't let anybody make you feel like, oh, especially as a woman, they let them make us feel like, you know, once you're over the age of 30, you're old and and washed and the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Um, it's a blessing, honey. It's a blessing to get older. It's a blessing to see another day. You know what I'm saying? So definitely don't let anybody make you feel bad about aging. So many times we give people props, um, you know, only if they don't look their age, you know what I'm saying? But we also got to give people props for just simply being their age as well. So remember that and enjoy your thirties. Uh, in the chat, Day D says she'll be 35 in September. Team Virgo, that's what's up. Somebody says they'll be 33. Lachey says she's 32. I know that's right. Yeah, enjoy it. Enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yaya For Real says Beyonce's birthday album swimsuit was also bitten from Khalees' bossy video. Beyonce has been biting since the beginning. Mm. I'm going to have to go back. Maybe, damn, should I be a, do a deep dive all this shit Beyonce done bit from people? Because it's a lot of stuff, you know, when you look back on it, you be thinking like, damn. Like, people really do. And see, now with the internet, you know, we didn't have all this technology back then. So you could, you know, steal and bite. Nobody was none the wiser. But now we can go back and match stuff up. You know what I mean? Because there was a lot. Because I was working on this deep dive. I don't know why I never finished it. Like, I have all the clips. I have the notes written. Um about uh, the beef between Kim and Foxy. And I'll probably do it. I just got sidetracked by deeper stuff. But um, as I was investigating, I'm like, damn, Foxy didn't bite Kim as much as we thought. And there were instances where Kim was also biting Foxy. But y'all not ready for that conversation. Yeah, man, I spent like a whole week just deep diving their beef and like really like going through old pictures. And I found a lot of stuff that was like, okay, they was kind of taken from each other. Y'all want me to do it? Maybe I will. I still have everything in my phone. I just never, I don't know why. I just, I forgot all about it until y'all just brought this up. But yeah, I did a whole deep dive. I just never recorded it. But I, I gathered all the info um, about, you know, their beef. And I mean, it got really serious between the two of them. A lot of y'all don't know this because y'all were babies back then. Look, somebody said facts. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff I found like, Hold on now, Foxy wore that first and then little Kim wore it. But, you know, the narrative is spun that Foxy always bit Kim, which she looked up to Kim. And people don't understand, Foxy was young. You know, when she came out, she was like 16, 17. She was a baby. 
So as somebody who's a teenager, you're going to look up to somebody who's, you know, 23, 24 years old is like a big sister. Man, let me go ahead and go ahead and do that deep dive when I get some time. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. Somebody said, please drop it. Yeah, she was a baby when she came out. People don't realize that. And now them grown industry men were fucking on her. That's a whole nother video. Um, yeah, she was very young. Because I remember us being in high school because we thought Foxy was in her 20s. And then when we found out she was around our age, she was like maybe two years older than us. We were shocked. Like, hold up, what? Because she looked so grown. They were sexualizing her so young. You know, that's why I always laugh when people act like, you know, Cardi B and, and you know, uh, Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion. You know, like, this is new. They've been sexualizing, you know what I'm saying, these artists. And at least with these women, they're in their 20s. Foxy was 15. Talking about some grown women shit. You know, writing dicks and all types of stuff. But she looked a lot older and they, and they made her carry herself a lot older. But she was a teenager. I don't know if that would fly today as much. I mean, I guess you got the bad baby. She's very sexualized. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it does. But there's, you know, yeah, Jay-Z really, you know. Shout anyways. <laughs> I ain't going to go there. I might work on that, though. I have to go through that photo. I might have to work on that. Um, let's see here. Elise sent 25 says, happy birthday, T. God bless you and everything you do. I converted my boyfriend into a tea sipper, though he lost his job. He's, in, he's insisted on sending you something. Love you. Thank you to you and your boyfriend. Thank you guys so much for coming through. I appreciate y'all. I always love when the boyfriends convert over. That is so dope because then y'all can watch me together. So now let me go ahead. I have to talk about this situation with Will Smith. Um, okay. So Will Smith decided to come through today and, you know, out of nowhere, he wanted to, my little Leo necklace is like leaning. He wanted to bless us with an apology. I felt like the apology should have came out a while ago, but whatever. He wanted to drop it today on my birthday on the same day Beyonce dropped her album. So I'm I'm definitely... Given this situation, like, it's very interesting that he's now coming out with this apology. But okay, Will. So let's go ahead and listen to just a snippet. We're not going to listen to the whole thing um, of Will Smith and his apology. So let me pull this up here real quick. Give me just a second. Okay. Where's good old Will Smith? All right. Why didn't you apologize to Chris in your acceptance speech? Um, I was fogged out by that point. It's, 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 it's all fuzzy. I've reached out to Chris, um, and the, mes- the message that came back is that uh, he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. Um, so I will, I will say to you, um, Chris, I apologize to you. Uh, my behavior was unacceptable, and I'm here 
whenever you're ready to talk. Um, I, was, I want to apologize to Chris's mother. I saw an interview that Chris's mother did. And, you know, that was one of the things about that moment. I just didn't realize and you know, I wasn't thinking, but how many people got hurt in that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family, uh, specifically Tony Rock. You know, we had a great relationship. You know, Tony Rock was my man. Um, and uh, this, this is this is probably irreparable. Um, I spent the last three months um, replaying. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, y'all. Do y'all see this comment? I just, <laughs> they said, fuck Will, happy birthday. <laughs> y'all are so messy. <laughs> I knew that comment was sitting up there like that. Um, but yeah, I had to hurry too. Okay, let me say this. Okay. I had, you know, I had to check a few Will Smith fans and get them to hell up off my shit. Bye. I felt, it just felt weird. I was very excited for this apology. You know, like you're saying, oh, this was months ago. Shut up, Will. Move on. No, I think the apology was needed. I don't care if it was months ago. The apology was still needed, right? Because I felt like he embarrassed them publicly, so you also apologize publicly. What this was to me was very weird. Let me just say the good part. Uncle Will, he did look good now. Okay, he looked very refreshed. <laughs> I guess that rehab for slapping people that he went to help. He looked well rested. That beard was sexy. So we're going to start with the good points. <laughs> we're going to start with the good points first, right? You know what I'm saying? The beard was, you know, he was looking good. He was looking like a snack. Okay, we see you, Uncle Will. Okay? I don't give a damn about him being married. I can give him props. Shit, Jada fucking August. I can give Will props for being cute, damn it. So anyways, he did. He looked very handsome. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, Will, okay. Um, But, okay, it's just, it. the whole setup was just lame. I'm sorry, okay? Now I have to keep it real. First of all, when he walked in, the camera was all blurry. And he sat down. And to me, it came off almost like he was talking in third person. Because he's reading, you know what I'm saying, questions that I guess the internet had for him. The problem with that whole situation is that the way it was filmed, it almost seemed like whoever the interviewer was supposed to be was scared. So they hid behind a teleprompter <laughs> and showed him the questions. And then he read the questions and responded. It's almost like they were scared they were going to be slapped too. The, the vibe was off, y'all. Like, okay, if you're going to do an interview style, why not have a human being there to ask you the questions? Why are you reading the questions and then answering them? It came off like nobody wants to deal with them because they're scared. You know, if they say, if they ask the wrong questions, he going to be slapping them and shit. Like, I felt like the in interview was hiding behind the teleprompter. <laughs> I really, like, I felt like they were hiding behind the teleprompter. It just was just weird. That was not a good apology. I'm sorry. If you're going to apologize to somebody, you don't need to add questions to the apology. This was your time to talk to Chris. All he had to do, honestly, was just come and 
First of all, he needed a little gray sweatshirt, you know. He had the little gray, you know, polo, but, you know, you know how the YouTubers do it, the big white YouTubers. Every time they get into a scandal, honey, they put on that gray, you know what I'm saying, cotton sweatshirt, and, you know, they fake a few tears, and you guys, I, yeah, and I've grown so much in the past six months that I've taken off, but don't forget I was able to take off for six months because I'm already a millionaire, so it don't matter any fucking ways, but... I'm just hurt and I've learned my lesson and racism is wrong and um you know um acting like you're fucking your cat is wrong and I've learned you know how white YouTubers do child they be on the floor and shit rolling around crying fake tattoo tears that is the vibe I got this was the weirdest apology I've ever seen in my life I'm I'm I gotta keep it real I'm glad he apologized but that's not how you apologize I would have respected it more had Will come on and he looked at the camera. I'm gonna show y'all what he should have did. Let me, let me, let me act like I'm well. All right. So I know y'all haven't seen me in a while. You know, I, I've been at home. I've been re in rehab. I've been doing a lot of reflecting, a lot of soul searching, and I'm here today. I know it's been a few months since everything happened, but because I embarrassed Chris Rock, who is my fellow brother in comedy. Because I embarrassed him publicly on the Oscar stage and I took away from the many moments of many black actors that were there. I took away from Will Packard's moment. You know, this was supposed to be a big moment for black Hollywood. And because of my selfish actions and me not being able to have emotional self-control, I ruined that night for so many people. And for that, I am truly sorry. Chris, I want you to know from the bottom of my heart, I'm truly sorry. No matter what the joke was, I had no business embarrassing not only you, but myself, my family on stage in front of the Academy, in front of the world. And I know right now you might not be ready to talk to me and you're still upset. I've reached out to you and I definitely understand. But I want to come on here and publicly apologize to you in the same manner that I publicly disrespected you. Well, damn, I feel like I done did something to Chris Rock. Shit, let me break out my character mode. <laughs> damn, I'm apologizing like I did something to Chris Rock. I'm about to cry and shit. Look, Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> but do y'all see the difference? You see how I, I didn't even slap Chris. Do y'all see how sincere my apology was? I just spoke from my heart as if I was Will. That's all you needed, brother. We didn't need the, you know, the the weird transition that was out of focus. <laughs> we didn't need somebody hiding behind a teleprompter. We didn't need you reading questions. It just came off as weird that he just come out there and just apologize, just talk normal. This man is a professional vlogger. That's all he does on YouTube is vlog. Hey, y'all, I'm in Mexico right now. I'm about to go see some Aztecs. He vlogs all the time, so he knows how to talk to a camera. He didn't need to read questions and all that stuff. Liana <laughs> put out the award and the tiny violins. I'm telling you, that's all he had to do. I think had he done that, it would have came off a lot more sincere. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I like the fact that he also addressed Tony Rock. And, you know, he made it known that him and Tony Rock were very good friends. You know, and I think that's why Tony was very, very upset. Like, you put hands on my brother. It's never that serious. And granted, he apologized to the mom and everything. And then he also made it clear that Jada was not the one who sent him up there. Now, I, why do I feel like Jada made sure to write that in? <laughs> why do I feel like Jada made sure to write that part in? 
Make sure you you let them know I didn't send you. I know mission to go slap that man. You put that shit in there. I don't know. I just feel like Jada was so in the background, like, right? <laughs> Make sure you put that in the teleprompter. Jada did not send me up there to slap Chris Rock. I love Jada. <laughs> It just felt weird. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think Jada should have been really blamed anyways. Because at the end of the day, he's a grown man. He chose to run up there and be Will Pop. You know what I'm saying? But again, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so happy. This was a wonderful apology. Well, not to me. (laughs) Wasn't that wonderful? I don't think, I think he was being honest. But I also, it just felt weird. Now, let me also say this. Let me, let me, I got to keep it real. Because, you know, it's very easy to apologize. I, I find the timing very interesting. Uh, he also he also got an award. Not an award, excuse me. He has a new movie coming out. And it, right now he's one of the highest. Okay. He's going to be paid $35 million for a thriller called Emancipation. Let me see if I can pull that up really quick. You know, to me, Hollywood is a very, very strange place. Uh, place, And this is one of the biggest payments that anybody can receive like beforehand. Let me show y'all this. Okay. So he's getting ready to be paid $35 million. They says, despite his recent hiatus from the public eye, Will Smith is still doing work in the background and continues to cement him as one of the best actors to ever do it. According to Variety, the 53-year-old actor is preparing to cash in on his latest project, Emancipation. The Apple TV Plus movie is an escaped slave thriller that Smith agreed to after years of avoiding making films centered around the subject. This was one that was about love and power and the about love and the power of black love, Smith explained in a previous interview. And that was something I could rock with. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) We're going to make a story about how black love makes us invincible. So they also go on to say Smith once went from 6 million in debt to being worth 350 million and continues to master the art of leveling up time and time again. In the aforementioned emancipation film, he is expected to draw $35 million for his role. Okay? No stranger to lucrative projects, Smith's role in King Richard earned him $40 million. So, this is my thing. One thing about Hollywood, timing is everything. So, I feel like the reason why... This was announced on the 21st. So, I feel like the reason why he's apologizing now is because he's trying to, you know, soften up the audience and he wants people to check out this film because that slap left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. Regardless if you feel like he was taken up for his wife or not, a lot of people saw Will Pock very different, okay? A lot of people saw Will Smith in a different light after that. And even though Hollywood may still accept him and give him roles, There's a segment of the population that's like, I'm never fooling with anything Will Smith has to do. Violence is not the answer. This is not okay. This and that. So I think he was trying to reach out to those people who are still mad at him to show, look, give me grace. Give me forgiveness. I'm apologizing to Chris Rock. 
Because he has to make that movie, but he has to make that money back from that movie. They're paying him $35 million in advance. He, you know, they want to make that money back. So they're probably like, well, you're going to have to get out and go apologize. We need folks to come check out this film. You know, because like I said, the timing is very interesting. He could have apologized months ago. The slap took place months ago. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to say this. Do I forgive Will Smith? That's not my place. He didn't slap me. Because like I said, it would have been a little bit different. So it's not my place to forgive him. So people yelling, I'll forgive him. It's not your place to forgive him. It is Chris Rock's place and Chris Rock's family to forgive Will Smith. So if they forgive him, cool. It's water under a bridge because the only two people that really matter in that situation is the two people affected, right? Chris Rock and Will Smith. So once Chris Rock decides to, you know, deal with them and forgive them, that's fine. But I, I don't care. Just like when him and who was that? Aunt, uh, Janet Hubert, when they got back together and, you know, they were happy and were like, oh, you know, what do you think? I don't give a fuck. That ain't got nothing to do with me. She, she did some shit to me, so I don't mess. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Janet Huber, I could care less about her. It's not my place to care about their situation. If her and Will Smith can make amends and move forward, great for them. Kudos to them. Over here, I don't rock with her. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's not my place to accept an apology on behalf of Chris Rock. That is for Chris Rock to accept that. So it's going to be very interesting to see if Chris Rock responds, you know, what he thinks about the situation. But I think, you know, it's made Will Smith look bad in the eyes of a lot of people. I mean, because a lot of people have rallied around Chris Rock. I mean, you see him, he's doing his comedy tour. He's selling out, you know, he's running with Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart. So a lot of big names are embracing and holding Chris Rock down. I don't see a lot of people embracing and holding Will Smith down. Well, publicly anyway. So I think this was part of why he apologized. But I just felt like, you know, the apology was definitely needed. I don't knock him for apologizing. I think it could have came a little bit sooner. But I think the way he did it, that's the part that's giving me the side eye. Because like I just did a whole apology for y'all. He could have easily just did that and just spoke from his heart. I think that comes off a lot more genuine than trying to apologize, but then also reading questions from a teleprompter because the interviewer is too scared to sit down and interview you because you might slap the shit out of <laughs> That's the vibe I got. Because I'm like, why is he reading his own questions? It's coming off like he's talking in third party. It's just weird. It's really weird. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I wish them both the best. Um, do I hate Will Smith? Absolutely not. Like I said, I think for me, it was more of a disappointment disappointment because I've always been a big fan of Will Smith you know what I'm saying I've always been a big fan of his you know he's been in my life since I was a child for a lot of us you know and Fresh Prince was a big part of my life as it was a lot of us and he's never been involved in any mess like I mean this is a one-time issue where he lost his cool for whatever reason so I can still give him grace and say Yes, keep working. I don't think he should not be able to act.
back to and feed his family. I think he should be allowed to keep working and making movies. And if people want to watch and support, fine. And if they don't want to watch and support, that's fine as well. You know, but I don't think that he's a horrible human being or he needs to be fully canceled and, you know, um, not allowed to work again. I don't think it's that serious. But I just wish that would have just came off a bit more genuine and just from from the heart. I think he was being sincere, but I think it was the way it was laid out. The way it was laid out, it just came off like, what what the hell is this? You know, it's like, just just talk. We don't need all the fanfare. He could have just sat down the floor in his living room in a gray hoodie and just spoke his mind. <laughs> you know, he could have just did that. But, you know, I wish them the best. I just hope that, you know, moving forward, he can understand, like, it's okay. Like, I, I think for some reason... He's gotten so upset because people have called him soft over the years and, you know, they don't put him in the, when they talk about rap and greatest rappers, nobody ever talks about Will Smith, but Will Smith, you know, he did a lot for hip hop. I think it frustrates him just like with Khalees to not get the respect and to not get their flowers. Because if it wasn't for Will Smith and Salt and Pepper and a lot of those old school rap artists, rap would not be where it's at. Remember, they wouldn't, they didn't want to give rappers the Grammy and film it on air. You know what I'm saying? He was one of the first rappers to get a Grammy. And the fact that he made it okay to drop an album and not curse and just have his own lane. I think Will needs to understand that that is okay. There, there was room for so many different types of rap back then. And I think because of things that people have said about him in the industry, it just compiled and compiled. And I don't think he needs to feel bad about that. I don't think he needs to feel bad about not being seen necessarily as like a gangster or a tough guy. Every man ain't tough. Every, you know, guy out here ain't running around like NBA young boy and, you know, uh, Lil Dirk and King Von. You know, it, there's different nuances. There's no one way to be black. And I think he needs to understand that and just accept that and stop, you know what I'm saying, trying to live up to some you know, to the ghost of Tupac. Tupac was who Tupac was, you know? So I think that's, that's the part. I think Will just needs to just find, you know what I'm saying? He needs to do some more soul searching and understand that he has made an impact doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Before this, he was never in any type of mess. The only mess he's really been in is because of all this mess with Jada in August. Other than that, there hasn't been a lot of, you know, drama attached to will so hopefully he'll find some type of peace and solace child but that apology um i guess <laughs> that apology he could have kept that it was strange um let me see here let me read some more uh super chats here uh oh hold on here la rubia 169 cent 199.99 Thank you so much for the $200 super chat. I really appreciate you. She says, just wanted to say happy birthday, team. May God continue to bless you with many more full of good health, happiness, prosperity, and love. Thank you for all that you do. God knows how much joy you bring to my life. Again, happy birthday. I hope you enjoy your day. Thank you so much, sis. I really appreciate that. Thank you for the super chat and thank you for your words. It means a lot to me. You guys are so awesome, I swear. Um, Let's see here. 
Did I read this one yet? I don't know if I did. Oh, no, I didn't. Uh, Q Spencer sent $100. Thank you so much, Q. They say, happy birthday, T. I've been watching you for years. Your videos have got me through some tough times. I truly appreciate you for that. That is awesome. Thank you so much. And I'm really happy that my videos have helped so many of you guys. You know what I'm saying? So that means a lot to me. So thank you. Um, African Bow 97 sent $49.99. Says, happy birthday, T. Your videos always make me happy. Enjoy your day. Hashtag Leo. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, love. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Donna Dash says, um, why are we still giving this ritual life? They clearly plant that. Jaden needs an apology for her hair comment. Black men need to leave black women's hair alone. Happy birthday, T. He also should have just moved on. We really don't care. Thank you so much, sis. Thank you for the super chat and the birthday message. I don't know if it was so much a ritual. You know, I, I'm not going to say that. I really think it was more emotional driven. But yeah, it's now July. He he really should have done that apology a lot sooner, in my personal opinion. I do agree with that. Um, uh, Viet My Knees. Viet My Knees. It sounds like Viet Knees. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. They said 1999. They said, hey, auntie, um, I've been watching you since I was in middle school. I'm now about to be 22 on August 6th. Just wanted to say from one Leo to another Leo, you are amazing at what you do. I love the deep dives. Love you, auntie. Thank you so much, love. Appreciate you. And thanks for coming through. Uh, Jennifer S. says, happy birthday to my bestie in my head. Love you, too. Love you, too, Jennifer. Thank you. Um, it's um baby says happy birthday T you're my favorite Leo and as an Aries and a fellow fire member I love Leos that's what's up thank you so much appreciate you um let's see here I got so many screens up um Stacy Cornbread says happy birthday T um thank you so much Stacy appreciate you sis. Um, Sonique sent 999 says T you look beautiful. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, Aunt Nooney sent 50 says happy birthday T may God bless you with many more. Have a great stream catching the replay at work. Love you T P S hit the like button y'all. Yes, please hit the like button. We have over 10,000 people in here. Please hit the like button. Appreciate you guys. So now I also want to talk about this situation. Um, with Ari. So Miss Ari Fletcher, she is going through it right now. So the other day it came out that she charged this woman money and the woman wanted her to promote her clothing line on her son. I guess she has like a kid's clothing line and she was supposed to promote it using Johan or Yo. I think her Yoshan is her son's name. And so the lady was very upset at the quality of the picture that she received. Let me try and find the video here. Okay, here it goes. So let me let me show y'all what the lady had to say. Okay. So they said doing too much, woman slams Ari. For having Yoshan looking like a regular kid in a paid promotion. I was going for the fly rich kid look. So y'all watch this. And of course it disappears. 
Child. Okay. Shoes is up to date, clean. But you sit, but you sit here and charge me. I paid thousands for this collapse with the inventory and everything included. And this is what you sent me. This is what you gave me. Hair was not done. It looked like you just said, okay, let's just go wet his hair. Bring around his mouth. Because you don't keep it moisturized. You didn't moisturize it. You didn't put no lotion on it. Spider-Man had no big... Spy, I didn't pay Spider-Man. So why is Spider-Man in the picture? I didn't pay Spider-Man. Right, that picture is a hot-ass mess. And y'all do not see Ari posting up, looking that way. But this is how you posted your son with a paid promotion collab. Shoes is up-to-date, clean. But you sit, but you sit here and charge me. I paid thousands for this collabs with the inventory and everything included. And this is what you sent me. This is what you gave me. Hair was not done. It looked like you just said, okay, let's just go wet his hair. Bring around his mouth because you don't keep it moisturized. You didn't moisturize it. You didn't put no lotion on it. Spot okay. Let me come back on the screen here. So she's really going off. Um, and, you know, talking about the baby's mouth, having like ash marks, you know, rings around his mouth. Like it wasn't that serious, first of all. So now Ari has replied back. And so Ari was talking about this. She was very upset. Let me try and find um, the clip of Ari. OK, here it is. So this is her responding back. Let me show you all this. It really, really hurt my feelings. We're very upset about it. We're very hurt. Like, I don't understand how you talk about a child like that, especially publicly online and comparing children and saying all of this bad stuff. This baby speaking so horribly about my child. And also, we've never had any um, collabs, and she didn't spend thousands. Of, it was like a one time promo. That was it. I don't know what all the other stuff is about, but it was really, really, really disgusting the stuff that you said, and we are. Very, very hurt about those comments. They really bothered us. My lawyer is already working, and he will be in contact with you very, very soon. So, um, yeah, we'll see you soon. Okay. <clears throat> so y'all heard what Ari had to say. So let me say this. There's a lot of nuances to this situation. Okay. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, Ari did good. She didn't snap like she usually does. Oh, Ari was so professional. Let me be honest. I don't feel like Ari was necessarily hurt. Ari has said a lot of messed up things about people, um, constantly calling folks broke and talking down to people. I think she's very much gaslighting the woman. Let me show y'all. This, this is what this woman thought. She was going to get. There's a whole genre of people having their children modeling on the gram. I'm not really into these kids. They look like little adults. They look like the dudes who left them, you know what I'm saying, to be single mothers. I just don't get it. I just, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're dressing up your child like he's a grown adult man, like the, like the same man who left you. I don't know. I'm not feeling um, a lot of these kid models, let me put these, put this on the ground. Like he looks like a grown man. He doesn't look like he's two or three. And I see this all the time. 
See, this is what the woman was thinking she was going to get. Let's keep it real. She thought she was going to get something like this. They look like little grown men. And there's girls, too. They do the same thing with little girls. Now, she's actually dressed appropriately. I've seen some of these little girls, they're dressed looking like Fashion Nova, like mini Fashion Nova girls. Like, here goes a little girl. So people have a lot of kids who just be dressed up for the gram and... I, I don't know. Like when I was a kid, I just wore like, you know, cheap clothes, cheap shoes and ran around and played. That's how I dressed as a kid. So the lady, I feel what went down is this. The lady was expecting that. She thought Yoshan was going to be looking like that. Very, you know, hair done, slick back, just looking very, very over the top presentable. And that's not what she got. Let me see if I can find the picture of Yoshan. Okay. This is a better picture of him. Okay, here it is. So let me show y'all the picture of Yoshan. So, I mean, he's an adorable little kid. But when I look at this picture, let's be honest, y'all. Does it look like he's selling clothing? He doesn't look, it looks like it's one of those pictures where, you know, you catch your kid doing something, you know, sneaky, you take a quick picture of him. And it's just like one of those cute childhood poses. Like he's looking like, "Uh oh, I didn't do anything. Like, that's what I see. Like, or he dropped the doll and he's like, oh, you know, I don't like, this doesn't look to me like a clothing ad, right? Whereas if I see something like this, I see, okay, well, obviously they're trying to sell something. You know, it's very professional, very well put together. You get what I'm saying? So do y'all see the difference? But she ended up getting this. Now, now let's talk about the money. Because a lot of, because Ari was saying um, they didn't spend thousands of dollars. I don't believe that. And the reason why I don't believe that, so, so somebody said 5000 is that how much she paid? Because I'm not sure exactly how much she paid, but, I'm, but Ari has a huge fan base. These girls charge a lot of money for anything they post. So I d wouldn't doubt if that lady spent anywhere from 3000 on up. Let me show y'all something. I'm going to bring up Jada Waiter. <clears throat> so Jada Waiter, who is little baby's uh, baby's mother, she has 7.5 million followers. This is Jada. Okay. Ari has 5.5 million. So only 2 million less than hers. I don't know if y'all remember this, but a few months ago, Jada was being blasted on social media because she charged a woman $11,000 for a lipstick promo, the lady was supposed to shout her out and um, post, you know, the lipstick. Jada didn't post the lipstick on time. And then she ended up archiving it like after like 24 hours or something like that, which to me is insane that if you're paying that much for somebody to promote your lipstick, that they would just after, you know, 24 to 48 hours archive it. I would think that it would be up 
at least a month for $11,000. Because when you think about it, they're going to be posting other pictures. So it's going to go further down, further down, further down. So let me show y'all the news clip here. This happened back in January for y'all who might've missed this. So give me just a second. So put a teacup if y'all remember when this went down. This was in January with Jada Wada. The woman, it says, the woman calls out Jada for using drama with little baby as an excuse for not posting a paid ad on time and being upset that the woman disputed the payment. At least you got one post, okay? This happened back in January. It was so bad, her and the woman got into it on Clubhouse and they went off on each other. Let me go ahead and play y'all this clip here. And I'm bringing all this up for a reason, so just listen. No, wait, 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 wait. Uh, okay. Wait, what does that mean? Wait. Talk about you do that. No, I don't want to do that. I'm sorry. Okay, I got to pause this. I can't listen to all that squawking. and yeah, yeah, yeah. So long story short, she was very upset. And I remember going to the lady's page because I'm like, damn, $11,000 is a lot of money. I'm not hating on nobody getting their bag. Whatever you feel the need to charge for your influence is your business. I went to her page at the time and her page really didn't look like anything. What I noticed is that Everybody who was promoting her lipstick and her lip gloss line were all celebrities. So she had Jada and she had, you know, this, inf I, I can't think of all the influencers that she used, but basically she had about maybe seven posts, but they were all major influencers, no micros, all major, right? So my thing is, if you have $11,000 to give to an influencer to shout out your project product, because all they're doing is shouting it out one time and then a lot of them had the nerve to archive it within 48 hours. That's insane. You got $11,000. It shouldn't even be archived. At least I would think for a month, you could leave it up there. But I notice a lot of people do that and they get upset because they'll pay these influencers $8,000. They'll promote it. And then within 48 hours, it's gone. That's a lot of money for, for just posting for 48 hours. But again, if y'all want to pay that, that's on y'all. So if Jada was charging 11 grand for a shout out, you mean to tell me Ari wasn't charging just as much and you're using her baby? Think about it. 11,000 for a lipstick ad. Granted, Jada has two more million followers than Ari, but if you're using my child and my child is posing your clothing. I can suspect that that lady spent several thousand dollars. She didn't do that post with that child for a few hundred. I can, I can almost assure you, she probably paid a minimum of 3000 if not more, right? So this is where I find very foolish with some of these people starting businesses. 
Again, it goes back to y'all chasing fame and trying to attach ourselves to popular people. Now, if you have the money, if you're an established business and you have the money to send Jada or Ari or just whatever influencer $10,000, $15,000 to promote your product and you have that money in your budget, so be it. But you need to understand just because you have an influencer promoting something, that doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to drive traffic to your site. And I think what happens is, thank you. Look, Tracy with the T says, teach T. Yes. What happens is that these people spend all this money thinking I'm about to be attached to this influencer. Okay. And then the influencer posts it for 48 hours and nobody goes to their site. Nobody buys their product. Because again, you were trying to chase fame instead of putting that money into your business. A smart person who has a business would have took that $11,000 and got many micro-influencers. How about paying 10, 15 micro-influencers two to $300, $500? You know what I'm saying? To try on your lip glosses as opposed to paying one 11 grand and then getting mad when you don't get that back. Because the thing is this, influencers do not determine if somebody's going to buy something from you. Okay. I get ads all the time. You know, I mainly do ads on my podcast. I'll probably start doing more on my YouTube channel in the future. But to be honest with you, because people ask me all the time why I don't do a lot of paid sponsorships. To be honest, it gives me horrible anxiety. I don't like dealing with numbers, pulling up analytics, going back and forth. I feel like I'm being judged. I don't know why, but it gives me horrible anxiety. So I have given that project to somebody else. So I now have a different business partner. They're going to be handling all my ad stuff. I just hate it. I hate talking numbers. I hate talking money. I hate trying to figure out what I'm worth. It gives me like really bad anxiety. So God bless people who can be like, give me 20 grand and, and get it. God bless y'all. It gives me anxiety to deal with that. But I say that to say, even if I promote something, right? So let's say this is gold bond. They send me this. I'm like, this is the best lotion. It really is. Because this, look, this bottle's gone. I got another one. I like it, right? So let's say I'm promoting this. I'm like, this is just the best. I love it. It makes my hands soft. Y'all go out and buy this. There will be a segment of my fans who will go out and buy it because I really enjoy it. It's a product I like. But there'll be other people who are like, nah, I got my own lotion I like, or I like, you know, Nivea. I'm cool. So you can't blame the influencer. It's on the people. If they're going to go rock with that product and go buy the baby clothes or go buy the lipstick, it's on the fans. It has nothing to do with us as the influencer. Our only job is to say, hey, this is a paid ad. Go check this out. Y'all can either go check it out or not check it out. But see, a lot of people don't understand that. They think if I give Ari, who has millions of followers, this product and tell her to promote it and pay her X amount of dollars, I'm going to make that back and more. So that girl with the lipstick thought she was about to hit the jackpot. She was going to make back probably 20 grand because of course you're supposed to invest in your business, but you have to do it smart. The girl that's mad at Ari, she's upset because she had it in her mind that Ari was going to have her child looking a certain way, looking like one of those Instagram kids that are well, you know, dressed and groomed and a professional shoot. And I think all of that should have been discussed beforehand. Is that the, the way you requested him to look? 
Did you say this was your vision that you wanted a, a, a full photo shoot that you wanted a full promo as opposed to just the Instagram ad or shout out? And the thing that's so funny is that after Ari, Ari sent her the picture, she posted it and it was on her page for a few weeks. And matter of fact, it's still on her page. So I think what happened is she got upset. It had been on there for a month. Nobody bought the outfit. No one really cared. It didn't have a lot of engagement. So now let me go off and try and go viral and blast this baby who don't, have, he's a kid. He doesn't know. He's just told to put on something and, you know, look like this. He, you know, he's a baby. He doesn't know anything. So I think her knocking him and going in on his hair and his mouth, that, that's silly. That is something, as soon as she's seen the picture, she should have been like, look, I paid you X amount of dollars. These pictures are not going to work. I need your son. You Do his hair, braid his hair, have him looking like something. I, I understand her frustration because I noticed when a lot of these influencers dress up their kids and they're wearing white brands, Gucci and Burberry. Oh, they are down. They are dressed to the nines. Hair done, shoes. They're, you know, they got a nice backdrop. They got balloons. They're, you know, they're not just on a balcony looking like this. You know, they're, they're posing. They're looking like this. They're, you know, they got them kids looking like little models. So I, I get the frustration. If I'm paying my money, he needs to, you know, you need to present it a little bit better because to me, that didn't look like an ad for an outfit. It looked like it was just him chilling, having fun with his mom and just taking some cute, you know, regular kid pictures. It didn't look like that. So my thing is this, what you should have done, sis, instead of chasing social media fame and now you're about to ruin your business because everybody's dragging you for disrespecting this child who had nothing to do with the foolishness, what you should have done is that money that you paid Ari, okay? I know you got little cousins. I know you got nieces and nephews. I know there are people in your neighborhood with adorable children that you could have paid these parents to, you know, have the kids dress up, take them to the park, snap some realistic pictures. You know what I'm saying? And that could have been money that helped the community. That would have been word of mouth like, oh, such and such. You know, she picked my child to be in a promo. Y'all go check it out. You, you know, you would have had more support doing that than trying to go through a major influencer. And that's the problem. And you know what else is sad? Some of these same people will use other people's kids, but don't want to pay them. They're like, oh, can I borrow your child? Oh, let me use my niece and nephew to wear a t-shirt. But you don't even want to pay them. You feel like they should just do it because they're your niece and nephew. They're your little cousin. But then you'll turn around and pay a stranger's child thousands of dollars to wear your same clothing. Folks ain't ready for that conversation. So I really think that's what happened. She's in her feelings because she paid all this money and didn't make not one sale of it. That's why I said when you want to get into business, you have to understand business. You have to be smart. You got to do what works. You can't just think because you're spending $11,000, $8,000, however much with an influencer that that's going to equate profit. A lot of people probably looked at the picture and was like, okay, that's cute. Whereas if, imagine she did a whole photo shoot or even shot video and turned into one of those TikTok reels, you know, with them fast moving pictures of all the kids wearing her clothes, that would have been a way better look. So again, it's about, you know, moving smarter and not just trying to 
blow money because it's attached to somebody. So I don't feel like Ari was necessary. Oh, we're so saying we're the prigger by. She talks very nasty to people. So I don't think it's that. I think she was definitely trying to gaslight because she knows deep down inside she didn't give that lady quality. But like I said, I don't know what discussions were had beforehand, but she did not give that lady quality because I've seen her son dressed to the nines in name brand outfits where he looks like a little, you know what I'm saying, model. He's an adorable little boy. I seen when she's taking a picture with that little boy, that little boy is dressed to the nines. That picture that I seen, he just looked like he's just a regular little kid having fun. That did not look like a professional shoot. That did not look like a paid advertising. And so again, we have to make sure that if we're going to be selling services as influencers, put your all into it. Give people quality. If you're that booked and busy that you're getting so many, because that was Jada's thing. Well, I get a lot of ads. I get a lot of, you know, sponsorships. You know, I, I don't, I don't have a chance to go through everything. If you can't hit it on the day that they're asking, you know, I can see, you know, maybe you're a day or two late, but it shouldn't be a week, two weeks out. You need to be in communication with these people because people are paying their hard earned money. You know what I'm saying to you? So you have to respect that. If that is your business and that is your hustle, that is no different than customer service. You have to take that seriously. So I don't know what the lawyer can do because she's talking about she's going to, you know, have her lawyer contact her. What, what can the lawyer do? Because like I said, me looking at that, I don't feel like she got her money's worth. But again, I don't know what discussions were had. And I think she's upset because she did not get her money's worth. Nobody's buying those clothes. But that's why she should have moved smarter and worked with people in her family, people in her neighborhood, you know, co-workers, kids. She could have did a whole photo shoot. And that would have resonated more with people in the community than strangers on the internet. So, yeah, I just find the whole situation very interesting. Fair Bear says some brands are not worth the investment. Um, Aquastar said it definitely didn't look like an ad for clothes. No, it didn't. It just looked like he was just, you know, playing and having fun on the balcony with his mom. I, if, if she wouldn't have went on that rent, I wouldn't have thought that. Um, let's see here. Some people are saying that she paid 5000 Like I said, I don't know the exact amount, but Ari's like, well, we didn't work. You know, it wasn't thousands of dollars. Trust me, it definitely was. I refuse to believe that that lady paid under 3000 I really do. Especially being that she's using her child. It's not like she's just posting the shirt and saying, hey, go, to, go buy this outfit. Her child is in the outfit. So she probably charged a lot more. Goth boy said, hold on, it just disappeared. <laughs> Marquee in there snapping. <laughs> I'm not going to read what you said, girl. <laughs> Let's see here. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how she's an influencer. I've never heard of her. Yeah, she's been an influencer for a while. Look, somebody said, look, Power of the Shy says, I'm chalking it up and I'm taking, uh, taking it as a lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. You gotta. You gotta understand. You gotta know what influencers you're working with, and if you're gonna work with influencers, make sure that they're just very professional. Make sure that their quality of work is what you're paying for. 
you know, and there's tons of influencers that do good jobs, that take good pictures, that do good shout outs, that really, you know, put their all into their promotion. So you need to make sure before you spend that money that you're working with those influencers. And again, let's not forget micro influencers. There's a lot of people who don't have millions of followers, you know what I'm saying? And it's okay to work with them. People get so enamored by these numbers. And I'm not talking about either one of these girls because Ari and Jada have worked hard for their following. So I'm not saying them. But some of these people who got millions of followers, half them followers are bots. Y'all be so enamored by followers and blue check marks. Half these blue check marks be bought and paid for. They start at $3,000. You can buy them. So you got to really understand what you're investing into. Are you really investing into someone who has a solid fan base, who has real subscribers, who have real people commenting? I went onto that pastor page, that pastor that unlocked. And that was still in shit. Well, that lied about the robbery. And he basically, you know, allegedly stole from one of his parishioners. Um, I was on his Instagram page because it was verified. And I'm, I've never really seen this guy out, but, you know, he's verified. Okay. And as I'm reading the comments, most of the comments are people blasting him. But before all of this drama, if you go back to a lot of his older posts, it's just spam accounts. Like you got a million followers, you have a blue check mark. But before this drama, he was literally only getting like maybe 10 comments a post. That doesn't make sense. How do you have millions of followers and you get 10 comments? And half of the comments have nothing to do with the, with the subject. He's preaching about God, but one of the comments is about fishing. What? <laughs> like, so you can like a lot, you really have to research people on social media because a lot of folks buy followers, they buy comments, they buy all that stuff because again, they're faking it so they can make it. And so you're buying into something thinking, oh, they're shouting this out to their millions of followers, but they really only have maybe 300,000 followers and not a million, not 2 million because the rest have all been bought and paid for. So you have to do your research. Yeah, that pastor's page, go to his page and really dig through his stuff. He's verified and he has a million followers, but the engagement is not there. I mean, I have less followers than a lot of people, but if you see my engagement, like we'll have anywhere from like, you know, depending on the topic, of course, you know, sometimes we'll have a hundred to 500 to, you know, a thousand comments. It's going to fluctuate, of course. But when you read my comment section, I mean, besides the stupid people who keep saying, oh, $5,000 for cryptocurrency, those stupid spammers that are all over Instagram, I delete them as much as I can. But when you go on my comment section, you can feel that these are real people. These are real comments. These are real conversations. Literally, you can go on certain people's comments and it's just all bots talking. So it's, it's crazy. You got to really watch, you know what I'm saying, which, where you're spending your money if you're trying to start your business. You have to really dig into some of these influencers and make sure that you will get your money's worth. But also understand their job is to just host and tell their audience that is all you're paying for. We are not guaranteeing you um, an amount of sales, an amount of views, an amount of listens. We can't guarantee that. All we can give you is a range. We get X amount of views. We get X amount of, you know, clicks. But that does not necessarily mean that they're all going to run and go buy your product. So people need to understand that as well. Look, somebody says, am I attractive? Yes, I hate that. When you go on like people's Instagram pages and like the first 50 comments is, am I attractive? 
Oh, I posted a naughty picture on my Instagram. Check it out. It's like, I hate those spam bots. It's just, oh, it's annoying. Uh, let's see here. Jade Alexander says, you're the best. I love your content and dedication to your craft. Thank you for sharing this time with us and happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy birthday. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate y'all, man. I'm going to try and read all these. I've been out here an hour and a half. I'm going to try and read the rest of these messages here. <laughs> yeah, right. Tyra says, don't look at my profile. And then I click and ain't nothing on their profile. I'm like, damn, why did I fall for this bullshit? Now I don't click, but before I said click like, you know, being nosy. Go ahead and see what they talking about. Nothing, nothing over there. Just a bunch of mess. Uh, let's see here. Cinco Leche 25 says, wishing my Minneapolis auntie a wonderful birthday. You have been such a kind and caring wise spirit. Um, to me and many others, we love you. Keep shining. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Char2341 says, late to the live, but it's my birthday tomorrow. Leo gang, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you as well. Thanks for coming through, sis. Um, let's see here. Jay Williams said 1999 says, I'm consistently, I consistently run ads for my business and my ROI is super high. I've generated 40K in clientele. Yes. Um, and that's another thing people don't talk about too, is a lot of these social media platforms are now working against the influencers. So that's why for some people, it is probably better to buy ads directly from some of those platforms like Instagram and Facebook than even using influencers because they've made it a point where only so much of your following is going to see your feed. Because let's say you're promoting a product, uh, Instagram got mad because they weren't getting a cut of that. You have uh, Kylie and so many others becoming billionaires, allegedly, from their platform that they felt away because they were using their platform that is free they're not paying for it to promote their products. So they're making all this money charging, you know, a million dollars for like a one post. And Instagram wasn't seeing any of that money. So what they did now is to basically make it where, yeah, you can post, but it's not going to go to all of your um, followers. So Instagram says, well, if you buy our ads, we'll push it all through Instagram. So that's their way to kind of combat the whole influencer thing. Basically, they're just hating. Um, Chantel Peterson, $49.99. Thank you so much, Chantel. Appreciate you. She says, happy birthday. Um, Ty Rob sent $100. Thank you so much, Ty. They said, happy birthday, T. My baby sis shares a birthday with you. I told her. And she says, happy birthday and that you look very pretty. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and your sister. Thanks for coming through, love. Um, uh, Jerisa L says, happy birthday, T. My mother's birthday was on the 27th. I love watching you and respect what you do. I hope you have a great birthday. It's pronounced Jaisa. Oh, that's different because it has a Z in there. It looks like Jarisa, Jaisa. That's pretty. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Appreciate you. Yeah, they're doing a lot of that stuff now. Like I was saying, they're really pushing, you know, these ad bots, I'm just, I'm over it. I don't understand like why Instagram is not deleting a lot of these accounts. And it's really creepy because um, sometimes these bots, like they'll, you'll block them and they'll just refollow and, and type the same thing over and over. 
but it's like on everybody's page on Instagram. So I don't know why they're not cleaning up house. It doesn't make sense. Let's see here. Um, Ronald Harvey says, happy birthday to you. Many, many more. Much love, peace and blessings. Sent you something to your cash app. Thank you so much, Ronald Harvey. Appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Um, Keisha says, happy birthday, fellow Leo, August 12th. You're looking blessed as always. Love you from Ratchet Ass Florida, number one tea sipper. Thank you so much, Keisha. Diana says, uh, I just wanted to send you a quick happy birthday, lady. XOXO, pop of color. Oh, thank you, pop of color. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Appreciate you. I see my Discord family is really in the house today. Um, Raven Black, oh my gosh, sent uh, $199, sent a $200 super chat, says, happy birthday, T, enjoy your special day and continue to shine like the star that you are. Thank you so much, Raven. Thank you. I appreciate you, love. Man, this has been awesome. This has been awesome. Um, It was one more thing I wanted to hit on. It looks like that pastor is talking. I thought she would have a post about now, but she doesn't. We did some type of meeting in Brooklyn. So I wanted to play that video. I'm about to see if I could find it. I was listening to it before I went on live. Okay, here it is. So I want to play this for y'all real quick here. This was earlier today. Yeah. President, and during that campaign, you accepted. 
Okay. So yeah, I just saw that once again, he comes off as very, you know, defensive. He's upset. And my thing is, I just, that whole situation, it's just, it's not a good look all the way around. Um, of course, he's going to keep going to the wheels fall off with this. But if it comes out that he has something to do with that stage, looking at robbery, I mean, he's going to go down. Because this whole situation, he's still trying to ride with it. Like, everybody else is crazy. And that and and it's like he's so defensive. He's so upset. And I'm sorry, not to knock the neighborhood, but that neighborhood does not look like a super wealthy neighborhood. I mean, he looks like he's in front of a bodega. I mean, it looks like a more lower income neighborhood. And the fact that you're wearing 40,000, you know, what was it like $90,000, close to a million dollars worth of jewelry, you're driving Rolls Royces up there. Like, who are you trying to showboat for? Like, nobody's saying that he's not supposed to have multiple streams of income. Nobody's saying that just because you're a pastor, you should be poor. Nobody's saying that you should be a poor, righteous teacher. I don't believe in that. I think everybody should get paid something because at the end of the day, we all have to take care of our families. We have bills to pay, things like that. But I don't understand as a pastor why you have to pull up in whole Fendi suits, whole Louis Vuitton suits, dripped up from head to toe. Like, for what? Like, who are you trying to show off for? Especially when people in that, in that area, they don't even know when their next, you know, check is coming in. What's going on? You know, if they're able to find work and things like that. It just, it doesn't sit well with me. The whole story it's just very, very strange. And again, we live in a day and age where people would do anything for clout. People would do anything to go viral. And a lot of things are staged. Remember, recently, there was a white couple. Um, they've been charged federally because they had a whole GoFundMe scam where they lied and said that they were getting this GoFundMe for a homeless man. And people donated all this money over $450,000, and none of it went to the homeless or to that homeless man. Her and her boyfriend basically rode off into the sunset. And because it ended up being a GoFundMe scam and the money was coming from all over, it ended up being a federal case. And I believe she got like, or some, I think they got like close, to, they got a few years in prison. Like that just broke. So I'm not buying what he's selling. I just think at this point in time, he's trying to cover his ass I think he's very nervous because people are seeing through the nonsense. And I think he's being watched at this point. You know, um, somebody was saying that a few months ago he was raided for something like one of his businesses was raided. So maybe this whole um, church robbery was a way to deflect from the raid. So I'm not sure. But something is going on. Uh, Daniel... 
Reagan says, as a Christian, this is embarrassing as hell. Happy birthday. Been following you since freshman year. I'm 25 now. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. And yeah, it's it's really sad. And I, you know, one thing I hate is when people say, because of this one man, this is why I don't go to church. This is why I don't believe in God. This is why I don't like Christians. Um, just be just say you wasn't going to church any damn way. Just say you don't like Christianity. Just say you're not religious anyway. Don't why like why whenever something like this, all of a sudden this man is the reason why you don't fool with the church. Shouldn't have to be this man. Either you fool with church or you don't fool with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't see like why this person is the litmus test. You know, like we have the Joe Alsteins of the world and many, you know, prosperity pimping pastors. They've been out here doing that, but that shouldn't lead you away from your relationship with God. So that's the only thing I hate, like when stories like this come out, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I've lost all my faith in the Lord. Why? Because of this weirdo? You didn't even know who he was 48 hours ago. Why would you lose your faith in God based off of some random, you know what I'm saying, hustling pastor in Brooklyn? That's silly. This man don't shake my faith in God. You know what I'm saying? That's between him and God, this mess he got going on, but he's not going to shake my faith whatsoever. So let's let's not use things like that as, you know, the litmus test to now all of a sudden let that shake your faith. It's no different than when people get upset when somebody goes through a separation. Oh, they were my relationship goals. And because, you know, Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose are no longer together, I'll never be able to find love. Why are you living vicariously through them? Why, why is their relationship, you know, why is that a goal for you? Put that much energy into your own relationship and be your own relationship goal. So that's the only thing I hate when stories like this come out. Then all of a sudden, you know, see, I told you so, the Christian church. No, he's one man. There's many churches out here in, in the community doing the right thing, taking care of people, having, you know, Sunday service where the pastor is not showboating. So let's not put all faith leaders in the same boat. This man is a is a straight up straight up hustler. That's all I get from him. I don't get Bishop anything vibes. I get Pastor Porkchop vibes. That's all I get. I mean, the fact that he has an Instagram page with with paid spam bots lets me know he's trying to curate some type of reputation and some type of fame for himself. He's not in it for the right reasons. The fact that he's attaching himself to people like Takashi Six Nine. And telling, you know, Fat Joe, you was a, a, a fat dude from, from the Bronx. And, you know, nobody would ever thought that you, you would change the world. How did he change the world? He's a rapper. He didn't change anything. He made some good songs, but he didn't change the world. You know, it's, it's just weird. Like when I see people just, you know, saucing up celebrities like that, it just doesn't make sense to me. Are you here to preach the word of God or are you just looking for fame? You know, there was a dying girl with cancer and her last wish was to see 6ix9ine and that's because he's an amazing person. Really? So we're going to forget all the shit that he was perpetuating in your community in Brooklyn? Getting young boys to join gangs and, and, and gangbang and shoot each other? We're going to forget about all the destruction that he caused in the black community, all the families that he helped break up. Granted, them grown-ass black men were responsible for their actions as well, but all of a sudden now, he's innocent because you and him got a connection. You can't serve two masters. To me, it's bullshit. Pastor Porkchop, I see the, the pig emoji. <laughs> I see the pig emojis and the little hand bones. Y'all are... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just find that funny, like, running with 6 9 as if he's some type of hero to the black community. Like, okay. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, Avens Noel sent 1999 says, Hey, Miss T, happy birthday. I've been watching you since I was eight. I'm turning 18 next week. Wow. I like to thank you for being such a positive guiding force in my life. Truly love and light, Leo gang. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank you for being a, a little OG tea sipper. Been here since he was eight. I know that's right. Thanks for coming through. Uh, let's see here. Good vibes and $50 says happy birthday T. Love your hair. You are amazing. Thank you for the great content. Definitely. Thank you guys so much, man. This has been awesome. I know I got so many super chats. I know I can't go through them all. I'm going to go back and definitely read them. I know I've seen VL Sherelle come through, Tracy with the T, Muchilla. All y'all super chats ended up disappearing before I could go back and read them. So I had to go back and rewatch the stream. Um, let's see here. Uh, my girl, Emily. What's up, Emily? She says, let them know. Happy birthday, friend. Here is everything, by the way. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, Twisted Integrity Integrity <laughs> says, oh, girl, not pork chop, though. I can't tell. I done spit up my soda messing with you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Y'all, this has been an amazing stream, amazing birthday stream. Thank you, guys, man. Like, I just... Whew, it's been a lot this year. I've gone through a lot this year. And I'm just glad that, you know, you guys have just stood by my side and been patient. You know, even when I've had to take, you know, a few months off, a few weeks off from um, doing streams just to get back into health. Um, you guys are very much appreciated. I got some stuff coming down the pipeline. I can't wait to like spill the tea. Um, but I got a lot of stuff I'm working on. I got some new people I'm in business with. I just really want to do stuff with my fan base because you guys have just been so supportive of me. So I got a lot of little things that we're working on, more little meetups and stuff like that. So definitely stay tuned for the things I got coming up um, over the next few weeks. But um, on that note, you guys, I've been on here for almost two hours. I'm going to go ahead and get ready to log off. I'm going to read a few more super chats and then I'm going to go here. Uh, Sweet Olive said 1999 says, happy birthday. Thank you so much. Um, Kayana SY sent a super sticker, says, thank you. Uh, thanks for being you. Thank you so much, sis. Uh, AA said 999. Thank you. Perry sent five, says, happy birthday, T. We appreciate you. Uh, love you from Charlotte. That's what's up. I need to get back down to Charlotte. I miss Charlotte so much. Lava Pop sent $20, says, happy birthday, T. I haven't been able to send like I want, but I have to send you something on your special day. Um, I love you for real in my big Monique voice. Thank you so much, Lava Pop. Appreciate you, and thanks for coming through, love. Good to see you again. I'm Divinely Leo. I love that name. Okay, let's start there. I sent $10, says, hey, T, happy birthday. I'm still hungover from the event last month. I was at the table with the UK brothers. Okay, that's what's up. We got some more stuff coming down the pipeline. I'm working on some more stuff. I'm super excited for what I'm working on. So you guys will be the first to know once I get confirmation of everything. <laughs> you guys will be the first to know. But I'm, I'm working on a lot of like just really dope ideas. Um, you know, I just, I think that meet and greet was so needed. And there's nothing doper than just connecting with like-minded people who are on the same energy, the same frequency, you know what I'm saying? Positive vibes. It shows that black folks can get together and there's not a bunch of drama. There's not a bunch of mess and fighting. 
you know, so I, I want to do more of that. So I'm definitely working on a few things. So super excited for that. Um, Leo Queen, what's up, sis? Uh, says, happy birthday, Queen. Sincerely, Kenya. Thank you so much, Kenya. Love you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. AG says, I love the Discord. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that is right. The Discord is everything, hun. Um, Riva, Riva Rajin, Rajan says, I love your look today. I hope you enjoyed your birthday. Leo love, Leo gang gang. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you so much. I know there's like so many messages. I feel bad. I can't read them all. Let me just make sure I got um, most of them. Yeah. My screen refreshed and it's like a bunch of them just disappeared. But um, let's see. Forever your Leo says, happy birthday, Leo gang. Wishing you the best, Linus. Thank you so much. Kemi Naja sent $49.99. Thank you for the super sticker. Y'all are wonderful, man. Y'all are so dope. Once again, thank you guys. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Um, I'll be back this weekend with some more tea, with some more videos. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to keep the tea coming. But thank you guys. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And thank you for spending my birthday, okay, here on the stream with me. I didn't have too much plans. So I'm glad I was able to come through and just do a live for my birthday like always. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good evening. Bye.